to all the business owners and entrepreneurs, the crazy ones, the believers, the doers, the clever makers, the action takers, and everybody else in between, this podcast was designed for you. Welcome to a Business Growth Mindset Podcast. I'm Christian Lavolsi, and I'm incredibly grateful to be here today and to share this amazing episode with you. Today, I want to share with you the audio from the plenary keynote that I gave nearly three years ago to the tourism industry in South Australia, and it was held at the Hilton Hotel. I found the audio file while clearing my inbox, and I took the time to listen to it on New Year's Day. I enjoyed it so much, and I knew that I needed to share it with you. It's a very powerful message around purpose and the importance of failing forward. It's my story, and I know that it will serve you. Now, it applies to everyone, so I encourage you to share it because I know that it will help you grow and flourish. It's relevant because of the uncertainty that we continue to face in 2021, and I know that it will inspire those that need it. It's G-rated. There is no swearing, so it may serve your teenagers too. If this is your very first time listening to my podcast, welcome and thank you. I'm so glad that you've decided to hang out with me and congratulations on making a powerful decision to invest in you. Now, please make sure that you subscribe by clicking the subscribe button and change your notifications alert settings so you don't miss future episodes. Hi, everyone, and uh, good afternoon, and thank you for that introduction. Uh, I've got to say, Sweat is uh, one of the most impressive companies that I've seen, and uh, Toby and Carla are doing an amazing job promoting South Australia to the rest of the world. So I'm not going to get you to clap because I want you to clap for me at some point, but um, I just wanted to acknowledge Toby for that. Look, um, as Amanda said, I, uh, I, I rose to fame pretty quickly. Um, I... Um, as a young boy, uh, got kicked out of several schools um, uh, before I was 13, ended up at St. Peter's College and they gave me a little bit of a chance. They just didn't expel me, but they suspended me a few times. But um, ultimately, I went on to do some amazing things. And we don't have all day, so I can't sit here and tell you my entire life story. But hopefully through my story, you will understand that failure is okay. So I'm very lucky, um, if those of you who don't know, um, I'm now the adjunct professor at the University of Adelaide. I'm also the entrepreneur in residence for the University of Adelaide and their Think Lab Worldwide Network. Not bad for a guy that eight years ago was homeless. So that's the beginning of the journey and hopefully that's got your attention. But what's really important to understand about failure is that you need to learn to fail forward, right? So many of us, and I did for a very long time, didn't acknowledge that failure actually happened. I just thought, oh, it was just a bad decision, just move on. But if you start to reflect on failure, you start to understand that, okay, I made a few mistakes. How do I remedy those mistakes? I was in this room in 2008, February, and uh, I was, uh, I'm now an alumnus of the Entrepreneur of the Year program for Ernst & Young, and it was in this room that the awards were handed out. I won the Young Restaurateur of the Year, the Young Achiever of the Year, if you had an award, my name was on it. If you, were in a news, if you had a newspaper, generally my name was in it. Um, those days, it was all for the good reasons. Later on in my life, there was a few bad ones, and we'll get to those in a minute. There was only one small problem. I didn't factor on partnerships going bad. 
I didn't factor in my ego getting in the way, and I certainly didn't factor that I'd stretched myself so damn far. $30 million we were turning over, and I was just turn I just turned 30. Depression, anxiety, anyone know what they are? Yeah, they're pretty crippling, right? And I was dealing with all this, relationships falling apart, and then this thing called the GFC. Now, I know you're all familiar with that because it impacted our whole industry. The GFC came along, and I had what you would call catastrophic failure. I had no choice. The banks came in and said, you need to start selling. Within one year, I exited everything I had. You know what I got left with? 500,000 of unsecured debt. This was 2010, and a car that had 20 grand owing on it, and the clothes that I was wearing. I was broke, and I was homeless. Not bad for a guy who was the rising star for the NAB for three years, and the show pony of every newspaper in the country. Life was pretty bad. And that's kind of when I disappeared. And I literally did disappear. I kind of think sometimes I wanted to die. Uh, you know, the truth is, I still had not woken up to the fact that I'd failed. So, being homeless, you know what it feels like to, uh, to say anything, but I'd, I'd done the right thing. You know, in my heart, I'd done the right thing. I mean, you know, a lot of people told me, why did you bother bringing back all that money you had overseas? You've got to do the right thing, right? How many of you are small operators? Right? Imagine if someone just decided to liquidate and left you with nothing. So I kind of thought I did the right thing, and it's kind of a reason now why success has come back, not to haunt me, but to help me. So anyway, long story short, I spent the next three years going on a discovery Right? trying to understand who I was and what I wanted to be. I was very fortunate that uh, a man that uh, I'd been on tech with, uh, when you're making that kind of money, you sit on all these fancy groups called EO, YPO, tech. Basically, you just spend shitloads of money to get lots of advice. Um, and incredibly, he said to me, I want to start up. I want to create an energy startup. Yeah, it's the first time I ever heard the word startup. Not bad for a guy who now manages startups all around the world. It was the first time. It was 2010. And I said, sure, sounds great. So we got into the renewable energy industry. We turned, with a couple of hundred grand of working capital, we turned a business into the 10th largest renewable energy company in Australia. We had a fantastic team. So again, it was kind of like, okay, I'm doing well. And then that market crashed. But you know what I learned? When I reflected on how I helped that company survive, it was only through the lessons that I had learnt through my own personal failure, that I was able to help that company not collapse completely, right? And it was amazing. It was a brilliant opportunity. But I still hadn't dealt with a lot of issues. Now, when I had depression, I did go and seek help, okay? Um, and I, I'm a big believer that if you're suffering from depression or anxiety, you must get medical help at first. Then make your own decision as to how bad those drugs are impacting you. For me, it was catastrophic. The medication I was on, you know, Xanax, everyone thinks they're awesome when you're drinking. Eh, they're not. <laughs> they're very addictive. And ultimately, this didn't actually help me. So I had a whole bunch of breakdowns through, you know, what people thought was this incredible success outside of hospitality and tourism and into, you know, energy. It, on the front side, it looked like I was amazing. Anyway, we're going to get to this climatic point. That same year, in 2013, um, after this company had wound down and we called in voluntary administrators because we couldn't make 
the module payment, the module market collapsed. We couldn't make that. Um, I really was, again, finding myself and trying to say, well, what am I doing? So I decided it was time to go to university. I don't have a degree, right? Still don't. But I started reflecting. And by going to university, I started uncovering, hang on a minute, there are techniques to overcome this stuff. But what happened next, it was what changed my life. It was October 2013. I'd built a new energy business, an energy management industry, an energy management company. Why? Because I didn't want any staff. We had 200 before, and I thought, I'm not having the staff issues again. I'm just going to go and work for myself. And I was making really good money, right? So I have this ability to always bounce back, okay? And I turned around and I said to myself, okay, it's all good. And all I used to do was literally go out and party and have a great time. And this one night, it was 3 a.m. in Hindley Street, you know, the night of the lockout laws, right? So you'd think I've hit rock bottom, right? I've been homeless. I've had a couple of things, massive failures in my life. And I go and get myself arrested, <laughs> right? It wasn't the first time. But I got myself arrested. And do you know why I got myself arrested? Because I wouldn't give the police officer my name. It doesn't sound bad, but in South Australia, if any of you ever, it's 3am in the morning and you're in Hindley Street having a drink and you've got a bit of attitude, tell them who you are. Just hand over your driver's licence. Right? It's a criminal offence to not tell someone who you are. Anyway, I spent about 14 hours in a watch house and... Um, and you're probably thinking, why are you telling me this? The whole idea is that I need to explain to you because the next part of my life is where I found my purpose. I went to the courts and the magistrate gave me 100 hours of community service, a sizable fine and a 12-month good behaviour bond. And I'm thinking, whoa, what on earth have I done? Not giving someone my name. When I went to see my correctional services officer and I was wearing a suit because I'm running a business, the lady said to me, I can't possibly send you out I can't possibly send you out to collect rubbish in Mount Barkina with proper criminals. I was like, okay. So what about the Salvation Army? Now, lots of things happened at the Salvation Army when I was there, but I ended up doing my, um, my 100 hours. And I apologise if I get emotional, because this is very hard for me, and to think that I do this almost every week. Um, and I, it's because it means so much to me. And I hope that this is where you'll understand that failure and purpose, when they come together, right, create an incredible amount of humility in someone, but also an incredible amount of drive. So let's just reflect quickly and, and summarise the past. Successful, homeless, depressed, arrested, non-conviction. Non and I um, was running the tills because they weren't allowed to know that I was a convict, right? So I'm running the tills and this one day, this mother and daughter come in and um, you could see they've been sleeping rough. Anyone know what I mean by when I say sleeping rough? Now, I'd slept rough. I knew what it was like. I couch surfed for weeks and I don't know what overcame me. I, I, it's just something that just overcame me at the time and I saw them go to the back area. I'd rearranged the whole of the Salvation Army op shops strategically and this idiot that's standing in front of you had put children's books and toys next to the warm blankets. Next minute, I see them crying. I couldn't understand why, so I said, look, can you just take over for me? And I walked down. Young, ba young, young girl, three years old, wanted a book. The mother didn't have the money for a book. 
And at that moment in time, I realised that I had been so selfish, that I'd been given so much opportunity in life, but I just did not appreciate it, nor did I accept it. And I didn't even understand why I was in this position. And I know that this resonates with so many people in this room because we often don't ask ourselves why we're in these positions. We just go, we're unlucky. Well, I can tell you, I felt like I was the unluckiest person in the world until that moment. At that moment, I understood what my purpose in this world was going to be. Now, Amanda will know, and some of you in this room that know me, I have clients in this room as well. I'm, I was always a well-known philanthropist. I've always been, but I never really understood why I gave. Today, I'm the brand ambassador for underprivileged youth, several charities, young kids, and the people that have no voice, right? Because I'm privileged. I'm privileged to be standing here in front of you, sharing my story with you. I'm privileged that I get to share this story around the world, okay? But it was that tipping point. That was the tipping point. If all of you have not Googled the tipping point, it's an amazing book, but it's also something that happens to you that changes your life forever. For me, that moment in time made me so fundamentally aware that I was not even close to being the person that I needed to be. So you might be wondering, what was your purpose? I made a point that I was going to change people all around the world, starting with me. I was going to start influencing people, one person at a time, but I would start with me. I spent the next two years, well, the next 18 months, trying to understand who I was, what I was doing, why I was doing it. I started to get clarity. I started to understand outcomes. I started to really understand how you can translate business goals to personal goals. I started doing things for me as opposed to, other, for, to please other people. See, I, came, I grew up in a pretty abusive household. I was always told I was going to be stupid and I, was always going to be, and I was always beaten for doing anything wrong. Anyone ever knelt on gravel? That was like a daily occurrence. Christian, shut up, kneel on gravel. I mean, even at school, I had shut up Lavolsi written on every whiteboard. See, I grew up my whole life trying to validate myself to everybody else. I finally understood why I was failing. Is everyone understanding where I'm coming from? Anyone crying yet? I don't have any tissues, right? Please don't, because this is not about that. It's quite the opposite, right? So I'm looking at my watch because we're on a time schedule. Here's, here's, here's where life gets exciting. I started to put myself in a position where I could be loved, I could love, and I could succeed. Why? Because I understood failure. I keep failing today, but what I do is I fail forward, right? Instead of sitting there and going, oh, yeah, that was a mistake, move on, I actually analyse the mistake and I say, okay, how else could I have done it? What could I have done better? I sit down with my team. I have 145 staff now. I have 18 companies. I, that's on top of working at the uni, right? And that's not to impress you. It's to impress upon you that a significant change like that or understanding your why, okay, so purpose is your why. A why will allow you to overcome every valley, right, and every hill, okay? So every peak and every trough, if you have a powerful enough why, you will succeed. I'm not the only person preaching this all around the world, okay? There are great books that have come out on this topic. I just hope that through my story, it can resonate with you. Now, I find myself 
Finally meeting the woman of my dreams in a bar, right? Coincidentally, the same bar that I got arrested outside of, right? But I wasn't misbehaving this time. It was after an old scholar's dinner, and, but the timing wasn't right. But I actually went home and I said, hey, mum, I was living with my mother, right? 35, and I was back living at my mother's. I said, mum, I think I found the woman I want to marry. She just went, yeah, whatever. That's, I know this whole transformation thing you're going through is great, but this, we just don't believe. Anyway, Lucy's changed my life because I was ready to have my life changed because I knew where I wanted to go and we have a very clear purpose. I now have a little boy called Leonardo who's three and a daughter, Lavender, who's five and a half months old. And everything that I do is to help them have a voice. Everything I do today is to drive innovation in this state. We live in the most incredible state in Australia. And I'm not saying that just because I'm proud and patriotic. It truly is. I've lived everywhere. I've lived everywhere around the world. We have everything that we need right now. And this industry drives it. Uh, I don't know if Ridgway was here this morning. Was the Honourable David Ridgway here this morning? I'm seeing him next week. Uh, I drive that agenda every day, right? Now, what's really important to me is that today, you take away a couple of things. And, and some of those things that you take away, for me, are very important. And I'm just going to stand here because I've got some notes and I want to make sure I cover them off for you. We all go through a journey in life, okay? All of you are somewhere on a journey. Age, irrelevant. Hair, irrelevant, right? Um, what you look like, irrelevant. What's relevant is what lies beneath what makes you, the fabric that wraps around you, right? And I know it sounds easy to get up and say it, and trust me, I was petrified about talking to you guys today. I think Catherine was wondering if I was going to drop the ball, but I was petrified. Why? Because I feel connected to you and an industry. Today, I'm very fortunate. I get to work with many startups. Uh, some of them are in the room, Good Scout Travel and Push Adventures at the back. They are totally inspirational to me. Scotty, you're a, you're a legend, man. And Claire, you, you're just amazing. Um, at ThinkLab, I got scored a job. Well, they headhunted me because apparently I'd changed. Eight months later, we are 66 startups and we're almost worth a billion dollars. Do you know, single-handedly, they had nothing to do with me. They are awesome people, right? but it's a belief that we can do it and it's purpose, okay? So if the one thing you can take away today is that if you don't know your why, how many of you in this room actually don't know their why? There should be a lot of you, right? Come on, you don't want to put up your hand? A little bit of interaction. Wine's coming soon, right? Okay, the reason why I say, if you don't know your why, come and find me. I'll give you a business card. So all of those that didn't put up their hands, I have a photographic memory. So you don't get a card. But I'll give you a card and you can come down and do half a workshop with me for free. Because what's really important is when you unpack your why, your life changes, okay? So I'm not here to impress you, but rather to impress upon you that the power of becoming aware of your situation, understanding your failures, reflecting on your decisions, and empowering yourself to believe that failure is not the end, but the beginning. And I hope you can take that away. Failure is another opportunity for you to succeed. Imagine if Edison stopped working on the light globe the 999th time. Yeah, that's how many times he failed, right? Crisis spawns innovation and entrepreneurship. So as an industry, when you're undergoing crisis, 
Think outwards. Look for the opportunity space. Being purpose-driven creates the most powerful why you can have. The impossible, ladies and gentlemen, is possible. Eight years ago, I was homeless and I was broke. Four years ago, I had no purpose, no direction and no degree. Today, I have a beautiful partner and two amazing children. I'm the brand ambassador for several charities and I'm very proud of that. I'm living my purpose through people and I hope that through my story, I've been able to demonstrate how failure can be a powerful tool for renewal as well as success and how being purpose-driven can powerfully change your mental health, your direction and your influence. I hope you enjoyed that presentation and I need to make one correction to the audio. The forecasted value of the startups at ThinkLab was almost half a billion. From the audio, it does sound like I said a billion. There is a press release from the university with these stats and it's on my website. It makes great reading and it reminds me of the impact that the founders of these startups, their team, the university, the mentors made on the economy as well as the ecosystem at large. What's really important to note is that since this presentation, I have further refined my purpose. I've endured more failures, overcome great challenges and adopted to and adapted, sorry, to the uncertainty that we have all faced with the global pandemic. It's a strong reminder that purpose is fluid, so don't ever forget that. And it drives us and keeps us on track when we need it the most. I continue to make enormous changes in line with my purpose, um, the impact of my decisions and the actions have made me more resourceful and successful. I'm stronger, more aligned and more fulfilled than ever before. I've had the privilege and honor to serve many people that attended the conference, and we have helped them navigate the pandemic, find their purpose, and thrive. So here's my thing. What are you waiting for? If you don't know your purpose, uh, now is the perfect time for you to raise your standards and step up. Today's your day. It's your life. It's your legacy. And you can build a legacy right now. It's never too late to start. All you need to do is make a decision to find your why and make a decision to live your best life with purpose every day. And here's the best part. You don't have to do it alone. You can achieve and be fulfilled and live with passion and purpose every day. So this is your time to decide. Join me and live your best life. Make your move and take yourself to the next level and unlock your purpose. And here's how. Download my Finding Your Purpose workbook and work through the exercises. It's absolutely free. My gift to you, the link is in the show notes, so download it right now. And if you're not already doing so, follow me on LinkedIn, where I share content almost every day and immerse yourself and raise your standards. Step up, make your move right now. Become part of my community. Surround yourself with other top achievers and thrive. You can do this by following and engaging with me on my social platforms and sign up to my monthly must-have insights. I have loved hanging out with you today and sharing 
with you how failure and purpose can be a powerful tool for renewal and success. And I hope that you found the plenary keynote enriching and you can use it to show up, stand up, raise your standard and step up in life. If you love today's episode, please take a minute to rate it and provide a review. While you're there, take a minute to share this episode with your networks and give the gift of knowledge to others. Thank you. And until next time, live with purpose. Are you ready to start taking action on your business? Would you like to spend more time with your family? Then call one 643 and start building momentum right now. I know you're busy. In fact, you are so busy that you don't have time to work on your business or yourself. Often tossing and turning at night, worrying about the how-tos and the cash flow. How on earth can you possibly get off the hamster wheel so that you can take a helicopter view to see where you'll be in 90 days, one year or three years from now. In this program, I will take you from sleepless nights to blissful sleep. You'll have more time with your family and you will have the clarity and direction so you can grow and flourish. Call one 643 229 now and start building momentum.